With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. I say it every show, greatest job in the world, but I worked really hard to get here, and I'm still working hard. Smarter, maybe, but still hard. And this podcast is for those who might want to do what I do. And I get those questions very frequently. So not only do I field the nutrition questions, exercise questions, motivation questions, all that kind of stuff, but also from people just getting into the industry. Maybe they've been in the industry a couple years or so. And Many of those who are getting into the industry are those later in life, maybe second job, third job. And I love it. It's the greatest job in the world. But as I will outline, there is no outline. There's no roadmap to doing what I do today. And when I talk about the industry, I mean, there's a lot of different branches for me and for this podcast, it's the fitness industry right? Exercise. So we're talking personal trainers, group fitness instructors. Uh, obviously, there are offshoots from there, the nutrition side, all of that kind of stuff. And that's a good and a bad thing. It's a good and a bad thing, right? But it's not only the greatest industry in the world, in my opinion, if you love it, and I will talk about that, but there are super, you know, there are challenges, because it's not a traditional job. And let's call it what it is. If you want to make money, you know, support a family and things like that, then it gets even more challenging. All right. So 
this podcast, so you want a career in the fitness industry, this is part one. So this is top level. This is top level stuff. Just kind of the framework, what I think, and what I have experienced and what I've seen. And let me say that. I learned by studying the people who had accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And I've interviewed several of those people here on the show. Matt Fitzgerald, the writer. Troy Jacobson, the triathlete who went off and started an incredible business for himself. He's on his third or fourth career, but he was a professional triathlete. And at the time he started coaching and doing his own cycling DVDs, Spinnervoles videos, ended up being in one and cheating. <laughs> Cheating's a strong word. No, I kind of cheated. Uh, but I studied him and interviewed him. So if you want to listen to that podcast, and Jack Lane was someone I looked up to and studied and respected his philosophy, his approach. And yes, I've yet to do that podcast. I'm waiting because it's so important to me to do it right. But back when I had my first radio show, I interviewed him for an hour. To this day, I'm blown away that the person I looked up to so much Gave me a full hour on a Saturday live. And so that's a huge part of this. So that's, I understand if some people want what I have achieved. Yes, that's the question. So I'm going to give it to you. But as I just outlined, like, you kind of want to follow a bunch of people and take a bit from here and a bit from there and you do your own thing. That's success. It's not rocket science. You go, what worked for this person? What worked for that person? And then what am I willing to do? And how will I make my mark? All right? So that's what this is about. If you're in the fitness industry, just starting out, or maybe you want to take it to the next level, that's a huge part. Maybe you're a trainer, group fitness instructor. The show's for you. And again, this is just part one. Much more to come in this area because I'm getting more and more questions about it. Quick break when we come back. So you want a career in the fitness industry? Part one. We will be right back. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus i'm elia connie and this is family therapy my best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. 
I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back talking about how you make a living in the fitness industry, if that's something you want to do. And I will say it probably a hundred times during this episode that I, I love it. I have the greatest job in the world. And that's where we're going to start. You have to love it. You have to be passionate about it. And hopefully you do that with whatever you do in life, right? We want to figure out what we enjoy, what we're good at. And then we want to monetize it. So all the cliches are true. That if you find something you love and you make a living at it, you never work a day in your life. Well, yes and no. (laughs) I've worked really hard. And as I said in the intro, I continue to work hard, but I love it. And the alternative is not an option for me. You know, vast majority of my family and friends are in finance and God bless all you people that are in that industry. Probably not listening to this episode though. that wasn't for me. And I trained, I know the, the term is abused literally, but billionaires. I trained all the celebrities and, and people with lots and lots of money. And that was never the be all end all for me. So those two initial concepts are heavily entwined. In other words, you got to be passionate about it. And at least out of the gate, people, money can't be. Shouldn't be, in my opinion, the driver. Because if you're doing this right, one of the reasons this industry is so hard, so challenging, is because there's so much bad stuff out there. That's what this show is all about. It's about getting the truth, the myths, breaking them down, because there are a lot of people in this industry who maybe shouldn't be. Call it what it is at 53, you know, and they're not going to make a career out of it. Most of them. And that's fine. Do whatever you want to do. But I, I, this is not selling shoes to me. I take this super seriously. And when you waste people's time and money, that's a problem. It's a huge problem to me because this is about your health. This is about your well-being, physically and mentally. So you got to be passionate about it. Really ask yourself, is this what I want to do? Do I love it this much? And 
money will come when you do a good job and you work hard, anything in life. But you want to make millions right away and that's your goal? Ask yourself, do you really want to help people? Or do you really just want to get stuff for yourself? Can make money. I want you to make money, and that's also why I'm doing these shows for the industry. But start with the passion. Start with helping people first. Really, really kind of important, all right? Because you are going to work hard. You're going to work really hard. And I started, I'm going to give you, obviously, my experiences, because that's my <laughs> that's my vantage point, and it's what worked for me, right? Started as a personal trainer. If you've listened to the other shows, you've heard much of this already. But, you know, personal trainer said many years ago, okay, I'm finally going to do this for a living. And so I went from personal trainer to group fitness instructor and then started branching off. But let me backtrack a tiny bit. All the time I was into fitness, which is since I was a teenager, I was also doing other things. I had so many different jobs in my lifetime, but a huge passion of mine along with fitness, you can have more than one people, was performing. And that goes for music, stand-up comedy, and acting. I was doing all of those things for many years in college, a couple years after college, but I was also doing the fitness thing. And the stand-up comedy got to a pretty high level, working with names you know that are super successful today. And at the point where I needed to like really make a decision, was this the career choice? I said no. Because I was going to the 24-hour gyms in Manhattan after doing a stand-up set, you know, at 11, midnight, 1 a.m., and usually all three of those times. And it was fitness. And that was not the lifestyle. But let me say this. Back to the concept of failure. You know, there are many people I grew up with who knew me as the stand-up comic or knew me when I was doing the acting for the short amount of time, music. I still do all those things today, and I do all of those things within the fitness world. And so I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but that's what makes me unique. One of the things in this industry, it helps immeasurably with the DVDs I hosted way back when and booking those Big jobs. And then going on QVC and HSN and, uh, you know, the Canadian shopping channel. So all of that made sense. And so this goes to another thing you got to think about. Again, top level stuff here. You have to have a loose long-term plan. Right? What's your goal? What's your goal in the next year or two? What's your goal halfway? you know, maybe five years, 10 years. And then I know that I'm 53 now. At like 70, I want to be teaching. I'll be teaching like anatomy and some sports psychology and motivation and things like that. But things change. And that goes back to why I brought up the unique nature of my background is you have this long-term plan, but things change. And that's okay. It's actually part of life, right? It's not a linear progression. And that's really important to embrace because, as I said at the start, there is no roadmap. You kind of outline where you think you want to be, and then you just let things start to fall into place. So you're passionate about it. 
You realize you're not going to make a fortune right away. And you're ready to work hard. You're going to get up early. You're going to go to bed late. And again, I'm talking from the vantage point of the personal trainer and then the group fitness instructor and then all of the revenue streams that come off of that. That's the most important part of this podcast. Part one is thinking about the multiple revenue streams available. And there are so many today, so many more than there were when I started and many that are just different, right? So real quickly, you start as a personal trainer, you get paid by the hour and it's brutal because people don't show up. And if you don't show up, we don't get paid when you're a personal trainer. And that was brutal. And yes, so many gyms have 24 hour cancellation policies really hard as those of you who are personal trainers know, to enforce, especially with people you know well, we'll go, oh, Tom, you know, you've been working with this person for maybe a year or longer. And like, oh, I, I, you know, last minute cancellation. Well, you know, something happened with a kid or something came up and you want to say, well, you owe me X dollars. I don't care. A lot of trainers do. And actually you should. But my point is it's an hourly thing and you only get paid if you work. And I tell the story that one of the gyms I worked at many years ago, I would sell training packages and sometimes people would never show up and I never saw a dime of it. Sold a 50 pack, many back in the day, but one in particular, the only time I sold a 50 pack and the person never came back, never showed up. And I saw not a dime, thousands of dollars in personal training that I sold and the gym kept. So you start at that personal trainer level if that's your goal, fitness, right? And then I said, okay, let me start teaching classes. Because I love to do it, get a workout in if that's how you do it. You know, it's not about you, but obviously there's a way to do it where people want to see you exercising, you're demonstrating, you get workouts in. And classes don't cancel the way clients do. And so that was my progression, right? Personal trainer, add in the group fitness. And by the way, group fitness also puts you in front of potential clients for personal training. And now today, I don't want to get too deep into it in this episode, but you've got Zoom and the internet and apps and so many different ways to train people one-on-one and in group situations. And that's amazing. All right. One really important point is that you have to be ready and willing to do a lot for free. Not training people necessarily, although I used to give personal training to charities, you know, you'll start getting hit up with that. Will you donate five training sessions for a certain, um, you know, charity event? And then, yeah, you're doing that for free. But I'm talking also about all the media that I've done and continue to do, all the articles I contribute to, TV appearances and things like that. I remember when I finally achieved that goal of getting on the Today Show years ago, a client who made a lot of money at the time, probably still does. But he said, did you get paid for that? I was like, oh my God. Yeah, indirectly. (laughs) So this is about building your brand. All right? So you will do a lot of stuff for free, but it's not for free. My goal back when I started, and to this day, is to get my name out there so that The great line is, you don't have to introduce yourself, right? Or, the other one I love is, work until your idol, 
becomes your rival. And I had that too. All right. But a lot of that comes from doing stuff for free. You know, I subscribe to many different media kind of sources that ask for my input on articles and things like that. Do they pay me for it? No. I'll do workouts, different magazines. Now it's online. So many different ways. But at the end, well, they put your name in it and then they put maybe your book if you have a book or your gym or your online now, you know, website where you're going to train people. So it's just super important to realize that you will do stuff for free. Now, I'm not saying, again, qualify this one final time, that your time is not important. You have to value yourself and you will be asked to do a lot for free that you shouldn't. You will never stop getting asked to do stuff for free that you shouldn't. And that will be in a separate podcast. And therein lies the challenge, right? But I've watched far too many fitness people turn down stuff that they should be doing for free and ask to get paid for it. And I'll leave it at that. You, if you truly are passionate about this business and start to study it and learn it, uh, you'll know. You'll know the stuff that you should be paid for and the stuff you shouldn't and where you are in your career and how good you are at what you do. All right? And so let's take one more quick break and we come back a couple more points just to get you started in this industry. Because again, it is the greatest job in the world. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. One really important topic to cover in this first take on making a living in the fitness industry is what's your specialty? What's your thing? (laughs) What makes you different? And that goes back to what you're passionate about, people. What's your thing? Why not use almost daily is a squat is a squat. A push-up is a push-up. There are infinite number of people pushing workouts and their fitness gurus on social media today easier than ever before, right? All doing the same stuff. And I'd argue the problem is to, to differentiate themselves. So many people are doing really dangerous, stupid stuff to get more clicks and likes and potential lawsuits. That's getting ahead of myself again. One of my revenue streams now being a fitness expert in lawsuits. But when you find what you're passionate about, when you start doing this because you love it and and focus in that area to start, by the way, you don't have to stay there. I always think of like singers and actors, you know, your first movie as an actor isn't going to be the best, but you got to get your foot in the door. Now you could stay there, but what's unique about my career is that I do a lot. So I have a bunch of different buckets, right? The exercise, nutrition, motivation. And even within those buckets, you know, I've written the books on marathons. I've written the books on triathlon. I did the sports nutrition. Then I branched off into beat the gym and the micro workout plan. So for me, it's been harder, more challenging because I didn't necessarily focus on one area, but that wasn't for me. So you can have more than one or you can just focus on what you can be the running person. You can be the high intensity, whatever it is that makes you want to get up every day and just be authentic and powerful and passionate, that's your thing. And so you need to identify that. And then you want to start to build your brand, as I said earlier, around that in so many different ways, right? To get known as that person, to be the expert in that area. And one way you do that, by the way, and this is one of the trickiest parts of this industry, although it shouldn't be, is get as much credibility through the education. It is actually potentially a detriment, as crazy as this sounds, in certain scenarios in this fitness world. Like, you know, if you try to get a job at certain gyms and you are more qualified, this happened to me, you're not going to get hired because the personal training manager, you know, you're competing or the group fitness is huge. You know, group fitness is so cutthroat. I'm talking in the gyms, it's changed now. But regardless of that, get as much education in your area. Are you a running coach? Well, get certified in as many different ways as you can. Running specific, group fitness, study your craft and never stop. 
And so when I said, this is what I was going to do for a living, I said, I'm going to get the most education possible, never stop, because my number one goal as far as perception from individuals and corporations is credibility. I want them to go, and I want you, you're listening to this podcast, hopefully, because you go, I, I think he's got something worth saying because he's done it. He studied it. And yes, one other quick bullet point is walk the walk. If you're a running coach, hopefully you run, right? Hopefully you're out there. I never really trained golfers because I don't golf. Now, there were golfers back in the day where I would work on core stuff and flexibility. But if they got to that point or, you know, it was usually pretty quick and there was a golfing specific trainer, then I would push the client to them. Because you want to specialize in your thing. Again, if we're qualified trainers, you can work with everyone. You, you know, you know the, uh, the sport they're doing and you can prepare them for it, obviously. But study your craft and then hopefully you are engaging in that area. And that goes back to the passion again. If you're passionate about Olympic weightlifting then you're going to be hopefully doing that in the gym and people are going to come up to you or you're doing it online, wherever you're doing it, but do it. Walk the walk and talk the talk. All right. All right. Let's finish up this first one quickly with what I talked about. The most important part of this first take on it. And again, I'm going to do many is that multiple revenue streams. So you're thinking about being in the industry, making a career out of this. What's important is that you go, okay, maybe you are a trainer. Maybe you are a group fitness instructor. Maybe you're doing online stuff. Maybe you have a couple different things going. Irons in the fire, is that the saying? So you need more. And so the great thing about having multiple revenue streams is you don't ever have to have all of them hitting at once. And they rarely are. And one will develop over time. And this is where you start to make really good money, right? So for me, I'm just going to walk you through them quickly. You know, started already by giving you a few. Started with the trainer. Personal training for, for years, by the way. Years. And that started in the gym. And then I was doing home, you know, in New York City in apartments. Uh, then... I took a foot out and went into a personal training uh, facility where I had to bring the clients in, but got a bigger cut, was doing the group fitness, right? Teaching classes. Then I started my camps. I did a running camp in New York City, Team Holland Running Club. I've got this Nantucket camp that is over 20 years running. I'm going to get back to that really quickly. Online coaching, when the internet hit, that was huge for me. So you go, how do you scale this? How do you work with multiple people at different times on your own schedule? And so that was online coaching for me. And that's huge today, right? Designing plans. Again, whatever your specialty is in fitness, you can train people all over the world. Some live one-on-one -on -one if you want, but even more importantly, designing programs. And I had a good, better, best. What was it back? I think it was gold silver platinum for online coaching. And my platinum rate was obscene. And I just threw that number up on my website that I designed myself. And guess what? There were people willing to pay for it if you made it worthwhile. All right. So again, going through these quickly, but I want to get you thinking. Personal training, group fitness, so much online with both of those things. 
Then I started writing. I wrote a spec article every week. This is back when there were magazines. Now it's even easier. You just have to mail them out. But I love writing. And so I started just writing articles on topics I enjoyed, that I was passionate about, that I knew something about, and I would send them out. Didn't happen right away, but every single one of them was published. Because I was passionate about it. I knew what I was talking about. And I was persistent. All right? Then consulting. So many different ways to consult in this industry. I started working on photo shoots for magazines like Self, where they bring a fitness person on the set to make sure the model, who's not a fitness person oftentimes, is doing the exercise correctly. I did online consulting for magazines like Self, where they're like, will you just answer 10 questions on their board? Now, this is a while back. They're not doing this the same way, but just to get you thinking. Now you can answer, you know, questions in Twitter forums and things like that for different companies. And that paid really well. It started to pay well. This is where I was starting to go, oh my gosh, I love this industry even more because I'd worked so hard up until that point, right? Lectures, huge. And just real quick, one of my first lectures was for Gatorade back in the day, the Boston Marathon Expo. And I remember having no idea what to charge. And this person reached out, again, because I had gotten my name out there, was starting to get known, contributing to everything, showing up you know, doing races, being at expos, so many different things. And they said, what do you charge? And I said, well, what, <laughs> what's, what's your normal, you know, what's the going rate for your budget? And the number was 5X what I probably would have asked for at the time. And that's another podcast where we'll talk about, you know, perceived value and learning what you should charge and how you figure that out. All right. Then I did my own DVDs and I got hired to do them, but I did my own, invested, took a chance. I did audio workouts before there were audio workouts and then got hired to do audio workouts just like I got hired to do the DVDs. Sponsorships, huge today with Instagram and things like that. So whatever your passion is and you get known for it and you build that brand, then you reach out. I got turned down from Power Bar, I think six years in a row to be on their team elite. Never gave up. And then ended up on the team for over six years. And they had a great program where it was, you got free stuff, obviously, free product. But then if you got in the media, you got paid either in, you know, power bucks or you could get cash. So sponsorships today with Instagram and things like that, it's evolved. But when you find what you're passionate about, you walk the walk, you start to build your brand, all of this stuff starts to fall into place. And it goes back to that loose framework. You're going to go, Tom didn't talk about any of this stuff. And things just start to happen, but it's by getting that ball rolling. All right. So many different ways to monetize social media today, you know, YouTube channels, things like that. And here I am today with podcasts, did two radio shows. Guess how much I got paid for the radio shows? Nothing. I loved it. But indirectly, I did. So I didn't get paid directly. But there were things that happened from that. And you get a book published and you get different things like that as a result of what's known as your platform. How many people do you reach? That's a huge part of social media today. And finally, to other of many different revenue streams, you know, I am the fitness advisor for a major home exercise equipment company. <laughs> 
sometimes I throw out brands, sometimes I don't. Uh, usually I don't, but those couple, they're all over what I do and in the books and everything like that. Um, but that's Nautilus and Nautilus owns Bowflex and things like that in my micro workout plan. You'll see that. And that was a part in the, in the symbiotic relationship. Is that the right term for, you know, they were part of my most recent book. And that was a huge deal for me to, to sign on with Nautilus. And that was my first true fitness job when I was in college was managing a summer job managing a Nautilus facility. And as I said before, finally, again, there's many more, but being a fitness expert in lawsuits, crazy, fun, goes to my credibility and the time in this industry. So I wanted this first show not to be about me, but I have to give you my way of what I accomplished. Because that's what people say. Why? How did you do what you do? I want, I want to do what you do. There are dozens and dozens of other revenue streams. And we'll talk more about that specifically in the next episode of this series. But that's enough for this one. Got to start where it matters. I made a commitment in the 90s that this was what I was going to do for a living. I studied those people. I started to get the education. I figured out what I was passionate about. I worked my butt off for a long time. I loved it, though. I didn't think about the money and it comes and just know that this is a lifestyle. This is a lifestyle. I don't have a choice. <laughs> That's how passionate I am about what I do. I tried all the other jobs. I made good money in other things, but it wasn't close to making me happy. And I didn't do it for a long time. Thank goodness. But I made very little money for a long time, but it didn't matter because it's not about the money wasn't for me. And I'll leave you with that. Again, you could get into this industry, make a lot of money really quickly, but that's not why I'm in it. And that's why I will be doing it when I'm 80, 90, 100, 120. Maybe that's when I'll retire. Not sure yet. So there you go. If you're listening to this podcast and you're truly just starting out, greatest job in the world. Figure it out in your terms, what's going to make you happy and start to implement what I talked about here today and what I'm going to talk about in all the other podcasts. But that's one of the greatest things is you're truly a fitness entrepreneur. You're a fitness entrepreneur. You know, I have a tough time when people say, what do you do for a living? <laughs> you know, you say fitness consultant, you say author, you say, I have a fitness company in so many different ways, but it doesn't matter. And I'm someone who needs variation in everything. I do. And that's why the multiple revenue streams is not only helpful with making money, but it's helpful with me enjoying what I do every day. All right? <sighs> Thank you for listening. And again, if you're starting out, love to hear from you. More questions, comments, uh, things you're confused about. I just want to hear where you are in your journey, in your fitness industry journey. Uh, Tom H. Fit is Instagram and Twitter. Tom H. Fit. You can direct message me through the site. Go to fitnessdisrupted.com. Email me through there. Again, a bunch of books that I talked about. Micro Workout Plan is the most recent one. It's a great one to pick up again because not only is the, uh, the workouts and the, the info in there good, great, but uh, if I do say so. But um, you'll see that I did it in partnership with Bowflex. So everything is connected. 
everything you do is connected in this industry, good and bad, but building that brand, your personal brand, because it's about you. A push-up is a push-up, a squat's a squat. How do you make it you? All right. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.